This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Brock Richardson hanging out with me today on the program, and I ask that you folks keep your cameras ready this week. Why? I'll fill you in a little later on in the show, but I'm pretty sure a few of you have a little tinkling in your mind of what could he mean? What do you want me to do with my camera over this next week? Well, we'll talk about that at the beginning of hour two, okay, folks? We'll fill you in real quick on that and ask for your help and support and hopefully a lot of fun. As we settle in to get the week going here on the program, Michael Babcock joins us every Monday to talk all things tech. App news, device reviews, security advice, and more. It's time to talk tech with me, Michael Babcock. Get your dose of ever-changing technology knowledge right here on Kelly and Rummy. Mike, nice to have you back with us, man. Always a pleasure and always so much to get into. And you know, on this show, uh, my regular co-host is absolutely obsessed with ChatGPT in one way or another, whether it's getting pictures described or, hey, we can create this script for that or doing this and that. She makes uh, no bones about that on the program. Today, you're going to talk to us about an option for the mobile users out there that ChatGPT has released, this particular option. Uh, What is the feature in hand? Yeah, uh, so we'll get to that in a quick moment, Kelly, but I have to mention something that I forgot about, and I think you and Brock will find this funny. So I was thinking, what do I need to talk about when we come on and, you know, looking at these notes? And Megan came on on the break and told me, nice haircut, Michael. Appreciate uh, ah. Looks a lot different than last year. So visually, I have uh, a lot less hair, and I'm curious, Kelly or Brock, have either of you gotten a haircut and then forgotten that you got a haircut until someone said something? <laughs> Richardson, I'll let you go first with that one because that seems more like a Brock Richardson thing. 100%, Mike, because I'll tell you, (laughs) Megan did a similar thing to me when I came in on Friday and I thought, oh, yeah. And then I was telling her about my already leaving receding hairline anyways. So (laughs) I just forget about the hair out there to begin with because it's already leaving anyways. So, yeah, it's easy to forget. Yeah, the only thing I yeah. get, Michael, is usually a different angle look or whatever to my bald head because it's so short. I always keep it that way anyway because <laughs> I don't want, oh, my. I get the opposite. I forget how funny it can look when it tries to grow in and is picky and choosy as to where it's going to grow. Well, with ChatGPT that recently came out with some of these changes, it can now hear, see, and speak, uh, which alludes to the the fact that the chatbot now can actually ob- observe images and verbally speak to you, and you also have the ability to talk to the GPT application itself. Uh, so maybe if you got a haircut or you're on a live segment, you can open ChatGPT, take a picture, type in there, and ask, hey, is there something I should let the people know about? I mean, I have to know about your hair before then. Uh, that was my my uh, lame attempt at trying to loop back to the haircut and keep things in line. Uh, so GPT also had a uh, the ability to start talking to it. And I've seen this and read about it a couple of months ago. Uh, I want to say like a month and a half ago. And I honestly thought nothing of it because there's been a dictate button above the keyboard where the send button is. For iPhone users, you're already used to this layout. And I just assumed that talking to it meant, you know, dictating a message and sending it. 
Uh, my friend Jeff, who people have heard on some podcasts I'm related to, had called me the other day and he said, have you played with this hands-free feature? I said, nope, not yet. Why? What's going on? And he said, give it a try. It is only available for Plus or Enterprise customers. So I had to go give ChatGPT 20 US a month uh, to get access to this. He said, but it'll be interesting to hear your thoughts about it. So if you go to the settings in the ChatGPT application and you go to new features, you can adopt voice conversations, and this will give you the ability to speak to ChatGPT without using a wake word, which I think is important right there, and then ChatGPT will speak back to you. And how this works is you open a new chat message. It does not work with the search with Bing or with the image search feature of ChatGPT, and it uses the GPT version 4, which means it's going to be more creative and give you more detailed responses. But when you open a new chat on the ChatGPT app, specifically on iOS, I've not tried it on Android, though I do believe it works. It On the top of the screen towards the right side, it's not the very far right button, but the second button in from the right, um, is a button that you use to start voice chat. When you double tap on this or single tap, if not using voiceover, then this opens a, I call it a virtual phone call. And what that means is the phone is always listening at that point and you can just ask questions. And when you're done, the phone will speak back to you in a natural sounding text to speech voice. If you listen carefully, there is a very subtle tone that plays before the microphone opens so you can start talking. And unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, because, you know, we all can be a little mean, you cannot interrupt the phone while it's talking to you. So you do have to listen to the whole response. Uh, but it works just like a phone call and you don't have to uh, worry about using a wake word to trigger the voice activation. Wow. Wow. I, I, I kind of like the idea that you could sit there because you're going to get your ideas on the fly. I mean, it'd be nice if you if you wanted to interrupt it because, you know, that's the way we get with everything um, whether it's the A-Lady or, or Google. Um, but I, I think that's pretty good when it comes to, do you get a record of any kind, any transcription? So it does appear to make the transcript. And if you have a GPT-4, uh, I'm sorry, GPT-plus account, so the paid account with ChatGPT or OpenAI, uh, you can actually go back and look at your previous conversations. So where I found this to be helpful is I was treating it like a virtual assistant and just telling it some things I needed to get done and uh, telling it some of the emails that I needed to write and asking it to, to help me draft those emails. And then when I was on my computer, I logged into chat.openai.com, chose the conversation that was related to the one that I was having and all the transcripts and more importantly, its responses were right there and I could copy and paste and use those from the GPT conversation. So I think the uh, one of the big questions for those of us that, you know, use the, these types of things when we deal with voices is, do we like it? Do we not? What do we think? So what do you think of the voices in this instance? I think the voices are eerily clear. Um, and and they did put on one of the news articles that I read about this feature that they've worked with voice actors to create these automated voices. There are five different voices available, and 
if, if I had one complaint about them, they do talk very slowly, or maybe that's normal speed. I'm just used to, used to listening to podcasts quickly. Um, so they, they talk at a normal speed, and they also breathe. So uh, you may find that huh. to be eerie as well, but they take breaths at what is most of the time appropriate times to breathe. Right. Yep. And, and you can and like audibly we... hear the breath. Like that's yes. like, Wow. Yep. And I yep. think you need that, right? Because you do. of how natural we want things to seem. The speed thing, I think that's it. you've nailed it. We were discussing the way even with description, how description's going to be. If you ask a question that's telling you what something is, it's going to describe. And, and they're working very much with writers or actors to get it the way that is most familiar by the sounds of it, whatever it regurgitates back to you, um, what we're used to hearing. So... How have you found the experience to be? Anything else to add to this? It's been pretty pleasant. It does lie to me. It tells me that if I tell it, hey, remind me to call Kelly in 20 minutes, it'll say, okay, I'll remind you in 20 minutes, but it doesn't actually interrupt you and remind you. However, if an hour down the road comes up and I say, hey, was Ooh. I supposed to call someone? It said, yeah, you should have called Kelly 20 minutes ago or, or whatever. Bad you. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, puts the blame back on me. That's right. Come on. What do you think? I have to do everything? Right. <laughs> You have also learned that you can upload images to chat GPT. What's that like? Similarly, this is also a pleasant experience. You need to either pick pick images on your device or it will let you take a picture right there. Um, it doesn't have as streamlined of a uploading images um, ability that it could. I'm, I'm looking forward to potential shortcuts with the GPT application. But the other thing that you can do with it is you can send up to four images at once and it will describe each of these images and then you can ask questions of the images. So, for example, uh, you can say, how much is the chicken uh, in the recipe or what are the chicken options on this menu and get those details provided to you as quickly as possible. So then what is a prompt? A prompt tells GPT what to do. For example, you can set a prompt as your built-in prompt under the chat GPT menu and then settings. You can go in there and choose a prompt. And I told it I'm a podcaster and I contribute content on Kelly and Rumia. Uh, I did tell it that I was blind, so if it ever received images, it would be helpful if it described those images to me in a clear and concise manner. And I also gave it some details about my email address, my websites, and other content. And then the content that I ask or the questions that I ask it for, uh, it gives me the details with that emphasis. So also, I asked it, how do I, how do I send you a lot of content? And it said, because you create a lot of podcasts about automation you may be familiar with and then gave me the name of a couple of tools which means it didn't have to break down and tell me that these tools existed to automate breaking uh content into shorter chunks it was able to bypass that and just give me the personalized information i wanted and then also you can send a prompt with your message so i tell people if you open a new chat and let's say you have some show notes and you're going to need three social media posts and you um, want these social media media posts to be engaging but humorous, you can tell ChatGPT, I'm going to send you a summary of a podcast episode. Use this summary to create 
me three social media posts that are engaging but humorous. Um, wow. And then you send after that the prompt that you have. And I just discovered today, and I should have known this, but at the end, what you can do to simplify the process is you can say, if you understand me, uh, you can I got a, a dog barking in the background because we have FedEx just pulling it. But you can tell ChatGPT, uh, put three at symbols and, or respond with three at symbols if you understand the commands that I gave you. And then it replies with three at symbols. And then you can go on and prompt it more with the information that you need. So I need three LinkedIn posts or I need three different Facebook posts that are more serious. Uh, prompting is all about what do you want to get out of the system by giving it the information you have. Can you give me a quick synopsis on Be My AI and tell me what that's all about quickly? Yeah, Be My AI is inside the Be My Eyes application. It allows you to tap on the button. And then the first thing it does is brings up an opportunity for you to take a picture. You can then uh, get a description of that picture and ask questions also of that picture. And one thing I learned about this is it can, uh, the camera picks up a little bit more than you might think. So I've got details about my messy desk when I was trying to take something, a picture of something <laughs> behind my desk. Wow. Uh, anything particular about the experience and how it currently works, maybe compared to what before it was like? Yeah, so now it's just really simple. You just go in, take your image uh, automatically without having to tap on uh, any other buttons. And then you can also go into your camera roll. So if you're like, what is this picture? You can go into that picture, choose the share button, and then share with Be My AI, and then you'll get information about those pictures right away. Awesome. Okay. Yep, that's really amazing. Um, right now, would you say that comparing images to uploading to, to Bing, uh, how do you feel on the quality of that experience? I think I get better results from Be My AI. It goes back to the prompt because I think Be My AI's prompt was crafted to be able to give me as much detail as I need. However, one thing that I don't know if people realize, and I learned this while doing some website work over the last week, uh, remember, we have access to get images described to us. So if you're curious what a web page looks like visually, take a screenshot of that and you can send that into being and ask it to describe it to you. So it really comes down to your use case scenario and how you want to be able to use these tools that are available to us. As usual, wonderful stuff, sir. Thank you. No worries. Have a great rest of your show. And thanks for uh, thanks, having Tom. me. Enjoy your haircuts. <laughs> hey, good, good. Nice haircut, man. Hey, now, Michael, try, since you got the haircut, get a job, will you? <laughs> Join us next week for a Tech Talk with Michael Babcock uh, on the program. Coming up next, let's get to headlines with producer Grant Hardy. We'll talk to him right after this. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.